Welcome to Daybreak with Ted Tibbet and Michael Paul. If you have a comment, you can call us now at 261-0898 or pound 981 on any ceasefire device. Our email is newsradiomornings at gmail.com. Yeah, there's no doubt about who it can it be now. 716, 16 after 7, the movie they're making, The Velvet Hammer Goes to Washington. <laughs> Good morning, <laughs> D.C. Hammer. Your, your hammer is in the, the Gaylord Marriott uh, at National Harbor, just outside of D.C., where over 8,000 people have gathered with this CPAC conference, Conservative Political Action Conference, uh, and boy, what a what a friendly group of patriots from around the world uh, here to uh, convey to the overseas folks are talking about how how proud they are of America and with all our shortcomings right now, how grateful they are to have us as still an American ally. And the nine-tenths of the people here from various hamlets and villages from around the United States, they are, um, they are the most conservative and patriotic folks I've ever seen. What a great place to be to get your batteries recharged for patriotism. So th- that's interesting, Gene, and, and thank you for joining us, even though you are out there for this event. Tell us, uh, if, if you don't mind, what this event is about and, you know, what, what, uh, what do they do? Well, it's a series of um, poli- uh, political uh, re- re-energizing the political, uh, the political landscape of conservatism. It's um, people from all the walks of life uh, that you're aware of. Sebastian Gorka, for example. He's uh, going to be speaking in about an hour. Mark Levin uh, from Fox News, the conservative attorney, he'll be he'll be uh, having some conversations. Oh my God, the CPAC organizations from other nations—Japan, Australia—that uh, are speaking. Also, um, there's a uh, uh, Pam Bondi, uh, attorney general from Florida, and KT McFarland. They're uh, having a uh, 45-minute session in breakout sessions to discuss Adam Schiff. The 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 their, oh my words that that in particular is a real hot topic. Jim Jordan, uh, chairman of the U.S. House Judiciary Committee, he's taking a deep dive uh, uh, on Fannie Willis. That that isn't something. He's going. He's, <laughs> He's going after. Um, he, he's, he, there, there's a, a group of uh, congressmen and women that are really upset about some of the criminal activity going on by congressmen and some of the Democrat Party. Katie Pavlich, uh, editor of the Town Hall. Kat Kamrak, Kat's the United States Congresswoman from the Florida's third congressional district. Uh, she'll be speaking. Byron Donalds was speaking yesterday. Uh, um, uh, uh, here, I was a guest on Newsmax yesterday uh, at uh, with Ed Henry at about seven o'clock, and we were getting into. Oh, you're going to like this. We got into uh, several issues, but the one we had to lighten it up because it was pretty heat uh, intense. 
But you heard about uh, the commander actually leaving the White House, didn't you? Yeah, we did. And and in fact, I had a story that I haven't gotten to yet about uh, about the the biting the agents. I think he he roughly bit an agent once every eleven days. That's according to reports. Twenty eight dog bites. Uh, Biden finally got rid of Commander. Com- <laughs> Commander leaves the White House only to find that the new that the existing commander commander in chief has not moved uh, and the nation has not moved as fast as commander in getting out of the white house so <laughs> commander the dog leaves pretty quickly and the commander in chief the nation's still waiting to get this guy out of the white house yeah it's just um it's just a a, a sideshow of bad behavior you know, uh, that's that's very interesting. So how did you get involved in this? Just curious. Well, um, actually, I was invited down initially um, by Newsmax to uh, uh, meet up with them here. Uh, <clears throat> I had the chance to meet several other, other radio and television broadcast uh, uh, facilities. Um, there's a what they call media row that extends, oh, golly, it's got to be almost... Uh, 800 feet along the outside perimeter of the massive conference uh, center, the main stage where the conference uh, speeches are. Media Row runs along the outside of it. Every media organization uh, you can imagine is going up and down there. Um, TNT Radio, uh, America Live, uh, 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 just a whole bunch of Steve Bannon was uh, broadcasting live. And had Tulsi Gobert, Go, what's the matter? Gabbard. With me? Tulsi Gabbard, Tulsi Gabbard on yesterday, um, uh, just uh, two, twenty feet away from where I was broadcasting with Newsmax. Uh, they, she is a true patriot who really dialed it up with Steve Bannon and talked about the um, about the need for America to wake up and rise up. Uh, there was a clear understanding. That conservatism to succeed is a grassroots, bottom-up initiative. Yes, we make mistakes, and there's always problems in a a democracy, a constitutional republic, when you have people at the grassroots level trying to get it right, find the right candidates, figure it out, the deliberative process of vetting and trying to secure our next leader. Well... That isn't happening on the Democrat side because the fix is in. They just don't. Where are the conventions? Where are the primaries uh, and caucus caucuses going on uh, on the Democrat side? You just don't hear about them. They don't occupy the news. They're they're trying to make something about Nikki Haley. Yeah, Nikki Haley. Uh, the crowd here, uh, I can sense, recognizes her legal right to be able to run. But um, there's a there's an undercurrent of feeling that suggests that she step aside now, and uh, the real opinion on the floor is that um, uh, once uh, we see what happens in South Carolina, there will be some very strong um, heat on her uh, to uh, kind of back off and step aside and to reduce some of the cost of this campaigning. Now, to Trump's credit. He's backing off and saying, hey, look, she wants to run, she can run. But And he's doing the right thing. Focus on support, 
trying to raise more delegates. Uh, he has, it appears, the delegates locked up for the, for the, uh, you know, for Super Tuesday. But um, uh, I am impressed with the level of commitment this this Republican conference of CPAC conservatives conservatives have uh, uh, um, uh, here. And this Velvet Hammer is very happy to be part of it. <laughs> and we're happy that you're there. And what what a great uh, treat to have you to be able to report to us about what's going on there from the ground in Washington, D.C. Um, I'm just I'm just I'm just thinking I'm wondering, you know, what uh, how, well, first of all, how long does this last? Is it over today or does it last through the weekend or how much longer do we have here? Well, I gave you part of the itinerary for the, for today. We also have um, J.D. Vance and uh, Rob Schmidt coming on this afternoon. Uh, Megan Kelly, journalist and host of the Megan Kelly Show, is going to be here. It, we have this at seven thirty tonight the Reagan Ronald Reagan dinner, <clears throat> and then tomorrow morning, uh, Saturday morning, we have uh, President Donald Trump arriving sometime uh, mid morning. Uh, and he'll be in the uh, uh, in the main main uh, er, stage arena area of the pavilion, and he will be speaking for he'll be here for at least two hours, um, mid mid to late morning tomorrow, and I'm sure that'll pop up on the news somewhere on Saturday, and uh, uh, then that's it the three day event everyone goes back to their homestead as you as you walk around and discuss different things with different folks there. Uh, do you get a sense of what the reasoning is behind Nikki Haley, why she is continuing this? Is there some underlying cause that we may not be aware of? Good question, Michael. This has been a concern with a, a lot of people. And um, uh, the uh, some of the expressions I'm hearing have to do with big Democrat Soros-based money that's trickling over to the Republican side to keep her in the game, not because she's a great candidate, but to stir the pot and create internal uh, uh, divisiveness on the Republican side. Uh, I can see the strong leaders in the Republican Party not standing for that. Uh, They're following the rules unlike the Democrats who subvert the rules, uh, they're following the rules and allowing the process to be deliberative and play out. But there is an impression that um, from certain uh, people here at the conference, I'll tell you one person I heard it from, I'm sitting in the coffee shop for taking a break mid-afternoon yesterday, having a a gentleman sat down at my table because the place was so packed, I shared the table with him, it turns out he whispers over to me, well, I'm a um, Democrat uh, three years ago, and I switched parties. I'm now a re- loyal Republican, uh, and he's a writer. And he says, I, won't, I don't want anything more to do with the Democrat Party. They are a bunch of lawyers and conspirators at the top that everybody has to fall in lockstep with. The Republicans are the grassroots that listen and learn from each other and willing to uh, accept different opinions and share different opinions. I stood back in my chair and said, 
wow, you just nailed it. That is a perfect characterization of what has um, become the, uh, the you've synthesized the true characterization of Democrat versus Republican right now, and it's one heck of a worthy explanation. So this gentleman will be meeting with me in the future, and we'll do a podcast with him on Gene Valentino's Grassroots Truthcast. Uh, that sounds that sounds good. You know, uh, th- that's pretty interesting. And I wonder, you know, how I guess I guess the point is that we sometimes sit back here in the, uh, you know, in the in the country and we don't and we're not connected with a lot of folks in Washington, D.C. And we just almost want to throw our hands up and say the cause is lost. But when you hear someone like this who switches parties and look at Tulsi Gabbard. I mean, that's another great example of a Democrat who has switched parties. Uh, There is hope for the Republican Party, even though there are so many forces out there, you know, the Department of Justice, the, the national news media, everybody out there trying to put Republicans in jail, trying to uh, make Republicans look bad. There's still hope out there that we can regain control of the government and be able to turn this thing around. And you know who crystallized that statement was the Honorable Liz Truss, the Member of Parliament at the United Kingdom. She was here, former um, uh, former Prime Minister for a short period of time in, 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 in Great Britain, uh, was here with her Secret Service speaking for 40 minutes, And she says, you Americans need to realize you're still the leaders of the free world. And we, Great Britain, remain a committed ally to you, the United States. And we're following in your footsteps. And you must stay strong to protect your democracy because you're still the best. uh, You're the best government governance. You're the best solution we have to keeping nations free in this world. I had a tear in my eye that I had to hear it from a British prime minister here uh, uh, at the Gaylord Marriott uh, in National Harbor at the CPAC convention. Gene, thank you so much for joining us. We're out of time. We appreciate it. We will see you back again here next week. Have fun. I love it. Look forward to it. And good morning again. We've reached the bottom of the hour, 7.30. Fox News break is next. Uh, 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 uh.